0: Stay Hey,
1: listen, and the team. Eagles. I hate the Eagles. Don't get me wrong here. First quarter, keep it even. Second quarter, start running the fucking ball. Third quarter, take a power nap. Fourth
0: quarter, oh shit, there's the rest of the game. Let's go. Fucking, I'm a diabetic. I, I will root for the team that will literally give me diabetes and death. <laughs> rooting for a team from Hershey is like a Catholic rooting for St. It doesn't make any sense. This is Stay Tuned Sports, and it starts in 3, 2,
1: and hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our buddy King. Hey, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I just... <laughs> 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 oh, this is going
0: to be a fun one. This is going to be a fun one. But oh, uh, I lost you yeah.
1: for a second. It's
0: close. It's close to almost losing me because, uh, again, it's, there's... Technical difficulties. That's why I wasn't on last week. That's why we didn't have a show last week. Because I, I, the, the, the connection that we have is not working. Uh, I don't know why. Um, I, I think it's my end. I think it's the internet on my end here. Um, been trying to figure out for the last two weeks what the fuck is going on. Uh, and uh, and see what we could do. It was, it's, it's, it's bad because you'll be speaking and I'll hear two to three words of what you're normally saying. Now, granted, it's hard to understand what you're saying most times when I can hear you clearly, Uh, but um, it it was getting to the point where I just can't, like, I can't have a conversation because I I don't know what you're saying. I have no idea, (laughs) Um, but uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, I I ended up, like, this is a fucking story. Um, Me and the fiance, uh, uh, we have Fios down here. Which is supposed to be like super fast fiber optic, you know, uh, uh, internet, you know, we only have the hundred up hundred down, which is, I think is the lowest they have. Uh, but still tremendous, you know, c- compared to what, it, uh, the internet I had up in, in Northeast PA, what I'm, and what I imagine you have too, is it, sh- it's, it should be very, it's very good. It blows anything else up there out of the water. Yeah. Um, but still like there were there was a problem, was a problem going on and, and uh my fiance tried several times to call verizon talk to verizon see what's going on they weren't doing anything they like tried to see what was going on They tried to reboot the router or look at the router or do something like that and they, they just they were just like oh it all seems fine everything seems fine it's like oh well, no it's not clearly um so then finally i was just like screw it give me your login information i'll talk to them Cause, I, I love my fiance, but she's a little timid yes. sometimes. And she doesn't push on things. Um, that's not the case with me. Uh, <laughs> so it was, ended up being late last night. So the, their, their call center was closed. So I had to do a live chat. Oh, shit. So I end up talking to these uh, people. And I finally get on with somebody on the live chat and you know they ask you to do all this automated stuff first and it's like what's wrong with your router what service do you need is there something wrong with your internet well yes clearly otherwise i wouldn't be talking to you (laughs) uh and then after they like try they try to do a reboot from their end they can like send a reboot signal to the router to reboot itself that didn't work so then they're like oh can you take a picture of the back in front of your router and we can see if what's the problem i was like i don't know why you need to do that but sure why not so i do that and they're like looks like everything's fine would you like to talk to somebody like would you like to talk to a live agent i was like i would have liked to have done that to start with but all right fine finally get on with a live agent first of all this person's language or grasp of the language and their ability to type it out is worse than yours.
1: I have witnessed they, that they were.
0: See, here's a good thing about having you as a friend is that I'm, I'm used to Jimbo gauge so I could <laughs> decipher what the fuck she was saying. <laughs> but my brother in Christ, let me tell you, it was, it was, it was difficult. To try to get through with what the hell she was saying yeah so i go and i'm explaining to her what the issue is last two weeks internet is intermittent and beyond slow slower i mean you know we're paying for 100 up 100 down and we're getting like seven download and like 20 upload like it's it's we're not getting anything uh oh this is weird. let me look at this so she's like let me look and what i could do okay, I figured she's going to go and look around and what she's going to, you know, is there is there a problem in the service? Is there a problem in the lines? Is there going to have to send a tech out or something? Like, what are we going to do? So she comes back and says, I have great news. All right, I'm happy now. She's going to fix it. She's going to know what's going on. All right, let's go. We can give you a brand new deal on 500 megabyte uh, uh internet service from Fios for only uh like seventy something dollars and da, 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 da. and I was like whoa, whoa 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 I was like what are you talking about? I was like I didn't call to order anything yeah. or get a new service. I was like I'm calling because there's a problem with my internet. I want to get my internet fixed. As I'm trying to explain that to her the page like blanks out on me on my phone. Like <laughs> could just poop. Now again granted I'm not on Wi Fi. I'm on my uh, uh mobile yeah. network. Because I don't trust the Wi-Fi. But then the mobile network kind of went out, which again was Verizon. Uh you know, again, I don't know if Verizon's ever gonna sponsor us, but this may not help. <laughs> um so now I'm frantically trying to get back to the chat. I'm pr- I'm going back, I'm trying to hit the line like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose her. Oh, what's going on? I get back to the chat. Her first message that pops up in there is, All right, so when can I send the tech out? What time would you would be great for you to do this? And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) wait a minute. I didn't order anything. I didn't approve you to order anything. I didn't say, yes, send a tech out. I didn't say, yeah, let's do this. And she was like, oh, yeah, all you have to do is how would you like to have this confirmed through text or email or anything like that? I was like, I don't want anything confirmed. (laughs) I was like, the only thing I want confirmed is fix my goddamn Internet. Yeah. And she's like going on like, well, we th- it might be a problem with the router. Your router is kind of grandfathered in. It's an older router and all that kind of stuff. I was like, then send me a new router. I was like, that's all you got to do is send me a new router. That's fine. It's your router. We'll set. We'll send this one back. You send me another one. You know, the, the same thing they, the, that they always do. Yeah. Um. She says, okay, hold on a minute. Oh, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Because now at this point, I'm fucking fuming. Because I was like, she was ready to put through a a fucking change of service order that I'd never asked for. Yeah. And this is, of course, under under my fiance's account. So like now she's like, what the fuck's going on? Like uh, you know, what are we doing here? So this lady comes back to the chat. Good news! I've talked with my immediate supervisor and we're gonna be able to send you three hundred megabytes <laughs> for only uh forty nine ninety nine. and I'm like and I I put in chat and I screamed, No <laughs> I went, No. And then I I sent it and then I read the message again, and it's like, I'll give you three hundred megabyte internet or for forty nine ninety five and I I stopped and I paused for a second and I turned to my fiance and I says how much are we paying for internet now and she was like 72 dollars I was like fuck (laughs) so I was like they're offering 300 megabytes and a new router and all that stuff for uh 49 and if I select. And she, and she I think she gets a discount too because she does direct payment she doesn't doing like that so it's like a 10. so she pays actually like 62. yeah so this would be like a 12 uh less a month and it would be better internet
1: but it'll be and, a contract though
0: it's it's everything is, everything okay. is a contract now. Uh, i don't know i don't know if it's a, i don't know if Verizon works like that anymore i'm not sure um either way you know it, it's it's the same amount of you know it, it, it's she's had it here for what i think five years now or whatever yeah so um so anyway so i tell her about that and she's like yeah no that that, that sounds great yeah do, we'll, we'll do that then and i'm like Shit, now i gotta go back to this chat where i just <laughs> screamed at this lady again no how dare you <laughs> and so the very next message i put was okay wait a minute that, that's fine it's fine. Everything's fine. That Yeah, do that. <laughs> I went back and looked at the chat. There was never a bigger backtrack in two messages that I've seen in my entire life. Hey, we'd like to give you this. No! But actually, wait. On second thought.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. We'll do that. <laughs> I would have been like that. That message was for my my wife. Um, what were you saying now? <laughs> I was like, oh, I was
0: like, oh, I, I I showed that to my fiance. Like, she 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 died laughing. She <laughs> died laughing. She was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so hopefully, sometime within the next week, we'll be getting the new router, put that in, and hopefully, any sort of uh, of uh, internet. Issues that happen with this show will be gone, which will be good uh, right in time for football season.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that
0: and uh, do all that kind of stuff, but that's kind of been the saga of the last week or two here. That's why we weren't on the air last week, but uh, 100% my fault. Uh, and uh, well, I mean,
1: no, no, it's 50, 50, 25, 50, It's twenty five years, twenty five internet, fifty percent mine because I could have put out a show too, but I also had family coming on the weekend, so.
0: Um, No, I mean it's uh, because we could have got we could have got one off we could have got one off last week if it wasn't for fucking Verizon. So I'm not even gonna take it my, but it's not it's I don't think it's my fault. It's not your fault. It's it's Verizon's fault. A a thousand percent Verizon. Uh, I blame them and for the quality of this show. Yeah, because we're still we're still working with uh with a with a shitty router and and bad internet which is supposed to be good at internet but it's bad internet so um until that all gets fixed and that's the other thing too once it comes in if it's still not fixed oh boy am i gonna be pissed. <laughs> but uh for now uh we'll, we'll see what happens I'll, I'll try to power through uh as as you're very choppy on my end but again i think that's more the case of uh My internet, and plus my computer, too. My computer is fucking 10 years old. Like This thing is horrendous. Like I don't know how it's still actually running, to tell you the truth. And hey, if anybody wants to help me get a new computer, you can go ahead and help support the show over at Uh, buymeacoffee.com slash, what is that, ST Sports? Yeah, ST Sports. ST Sports. So buymeacoffee.com slash ST Sports make a donation, help support your boys. See, that's it. Don't think of it as a donation. It's, it's, I mean, it is, but don't think of it that way. Think of it as helping to support uh, your creators. Uh, If you like the show, help us out. Okay. Let me be more fair here. Help me the (laughs) Uh, and and help me get a, a, a new computer, maybe some new equipment here. So we actually put on a better show uh, you know, and and better quality because uh, right now <laughs> I'm dragging this motherfucker down. It's not great. Uh, but all that being said,
1: how you doing, Jimba? I'm pretty good. Um, I wasn't able to watch the Nordame Dame game, but thankfully you were kind of giving me updates. Um, the only time I got to see any of the game, uh, we actually, you know, like I, like I just said, we had family come in, had my little niece come in, um, went out to a Restaurant slash bar, they had it on there. But but, but by that time, it was already 42-7, to 7, and Andy was like, Dad, I think we won. I said, yeah, we won. <laughs> so I stopped worrying about the game. But according to you, it sounded like we were pretty good. Good.
0: Uh, it was, I mean, again, it was a throttle. And, um, and, and I'm happy to see it because these are the games against these... Th- now, again, it's Navy. I know everybody said oh, Navy sucks, and they're not doing well, and, and it's not Navy is... Uh, you know, th- there was that time about five, ten years ago, where Navy was really good. They even beat Notre Dame a couple of times um, when when Notre Dame wasn't wasn't uh, doing uh, so great in some of those seasons. But yeah. uh, these are the games against those teams that Notre Dame sometimes struggled against. Like I mean, we all remember the Akron game, oh,
1: gotcha. you know,
0: and and things like that. So th- the fact that we won, we won handily. Um, and, and where people are like oh yeah but it's Navy let's see them do something else like that I was like well these are the same people that like if If we won 28 to nothing they'd be like Oh they only won 28 to nothing Notre Dame sucks they like there are people who are just gonna shit on Notre Dame no matter what I get that Um and again Tests are coming soon you know Ohio oh, State's yeah. Ohio State's right here you know <laughs> what I mean So um Those tests are coming Uh uh but it was Good to see us get off to a start Like that um
1: and the, local, good. and the quarterback play too, because that—that was my big question going in to the season was the quarterback position. Um, you know, we the 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 kid that was supposed to start for us transferred out. Um, yeah, the other uh, starter, I think, uh, declared for the draft. So I mean, we had this Sam Hartman, I think his name. Uh, starting, so I didn't know how good he was, was going to be. But
0: and... first of all, Sam Hartman was the all time leader. Uh, I think it is for touchdown passes and I think for yards in the ACC. Okay, so us getting Sam Hartman, like he's not some fucking scrub transfer, like this kid can sling, yeah. Like he's a fantastic, I mean, the, the fact that Notre Dame got him is a huge upgrade, and you saw that in the game, uh, uh against Navy and why it was so lopsided and that's why i'm excited for Notre Dame this year um because we have the ability now to stretch the field n- unlike we've been a- like i'm i'm here's the thing i'm not saying ian, ian book was not a bad quarterback no he's not uh well in the nfl he is i was going to say uh, he he's a college quarterback When he was quarter name, he wasn't yeah like he, i think he was a, a a good solid quarterback yeah um he can't do the things that Sam Hartman can do. Sam Hartman is more complete. He's more well-rounded. Granted, Sam Hartman is a little bit older. Uh, you know, he's kind of around that uh, Stenson Bennett kind of age there. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, which is which is fine by me. Um, I, I, at this point, college sports is basically fucking professional anyway. I mean, I think we've all kind of accepted that fact. Um, so just having him there... Uh, The Notre Dame defense looks good. Our our running game looks good. Offensive line looks good. Um, You know, are are, are there spots we can improve in? Yes. Uh, Will we need to in order to beat the likes of like an Ohio State, Clemson, USC? Yes. Uh, But I think Notre Dame can, and I think Notre Dame is is going to be a solid top 10 team this year. I really do. I don't think this is a case where Notre Dame is going to be out of the playoff picture by october you know what i mean yeah um that that was the problem last year we lost the first two games and that's it where we were already done um i think notre Dame has a chance to even if we lose to ohio state i think we have a chance because that was the thing we went to we lost we, we we lost that that close game to ohio state last year yeah um and then we lost the game that we shouldn't have lost. Right afterwards, but like the, the fact that we gave Ohio State hell gave people respect. Now we have Ohio State coming to South Bend. That's that's big. And now you have Ohio State, who's always a perennial playoff favorite, a uh, Big Ten favorite, coming in uh, earlier in the season. Notre Dame can put a stamp on this season. Um. And especially with Ohio State, they're still – I think they named their their starter, but from what I've heard, the situation is, quote, unquote, fluid when it comes to the Ohio State starting quarterback position. So the fact that Notre Dame knows who their quarterback is, uh, quarterback is a veteran basically at this point, is comfortable, confident, um, and and we seem to already kind of be pushing those uh, – Pushing all the right buttons, as it were. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I do. Whenever Notre Dame and Ohio State play in a couple weeks, here I,
1: I hope so. Do you think uh, there's any pressure for season wide for uh, Marcus Freeman, the head coach, or do you think we're another year away before he gets any hot seat talk?
0: The, the only the only way we get that is if he's like you know a, a five and seven or something. Okay. You know, yeah. I, I, I think if Notre Dame is, honestly, I think if Notre Dame is top 10, I think, I think we're, I think we're, I, I, I think he's fine. I think if he gets a double digit win season, I think he's clearly fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and Notre Dame has the ability to do that. This team has that ability. Will they? Can they? We'll see. Yeah. Uh. But. Uh, you know, and again, you you can't get too high off of one game against a, a, a subpar opponent. I yeah. get it. Um, and so that's why I'm I'm not I'm not saying like yeah Notre Dame they're going to be great they're gonna yeah, all this other stuff. Um, I think we can be competitive with Ohio State. I'm not saying we're going to win. I'm not even coming close to saying that. But I think we can be competitive, and I think it's going to be a good game. I think Notre Dame can be a top 10 team. Does that mean that we have two losses on our season somewhere? Probably. It could be, like I said, that you could be top 10 and still not get double digit uh, uh, wins. I get that. Um, but I, like, I I think Notre Dame has to, the, the, the three marquee games Notre Dame has this year is Ohio State, Clemson, and USC. Yeah. If we win two out of three of those games, I think we're a top 10 team, and I think Marcus Freeman obviously is fine. Um, But we have to win two out of those three. Have to. At least. We have to win two out of those three. Um, And that's a tall, difficult task to do. And no one's saying it's easy. No one's saying it's like, oh, you're just saying that and having expectations. It's like, well, you're, you're Notre Dame. If you want to be one of the big teams now, because that's the other thing too, is, is I love Notre Dame, but other programs have lapped us. Oh, yeah. Other programs are, are, are bigger, getting better recruits, uh, better athletes, uh, getting more recognition, getting more opportunities. Um, Ohio State is one of them. Uh, Alabama, clearly. Georgia, Clemson, USC, um, all these places are are big marquee names, places where people want to go. They have uh, uh, big players that transfer there, big players that c- uh, commit to there at a high school. Like th- these are the places. And when it comes to Notre Dame, Notre Dame's limited by the fact that you still have to be smart to go there. Yeah, like, they don't <laughs> just let in every fucking moron that knows how to catch a football. Like you, you have to be smart to go to Notre Dame. Which
1: is, which is funny that you bring about academics. It came out, um, this past week, Penn state is actually like uh, the bottom 16th in academics now, whereas, you know, when Joe Pa was there, that's what he always pushed for was the academics.
0: Yeah. And when you well the, the big 10 is big on having the academics for the most part yeah um but they're not as strict as it is with Notre Dame for getting people in they like the, the big 10 loves having the fact that they're aau and they you know have uh you know you have to be aau certified to be in a big 10 and do stuff like that um but let's be honest like you you, you look at the people who go to a State people who go to michigan people who Go to Michigan State, Penn State. Uh, next year, people who go to USC, you know, you may have the AAU certification, but you're not as strict with your uh, football program anyway as Notre Dame is of letting kids in. That's a limitation for Notre Dame. It is about getting the most talented kids because, you know, who, who was it? I think it was one of the Ohio State kids or something said, you know, we're not here to play school. We're here to play football. Yeah. came here to play school uh and and that's basically what it is is uh you know it it, it, with a lot of these schools now you 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 don't even have to read I, i remember reading somewhere like some of the scc a lot of the scc athletes had a barely comprehensible reading ability if not straight illiterate yeah that were playing football and had scholarships to these schools so uh let's not kid anybody here. Um, and now with NIL, is Notre Dame going to participate in the NIL of paying players and doing stuff like that? Like the the college football world is changing. Notre Dame. If if Notre Dame doesn't change with it, they're going to be left behind. And we're already seeing that kind of happen. Yeah. Um, now there, here's the other thing too, despite all that, Let's not forget, in the last 10 years, Notre Dame's been to a national championship game and have been to two college football playoffs. Yeah. That's pretty damn good for a program that's left behind, for a program that's supposed to be dead, for a program that's not as good as any other ones. Now, would it have been better if they had won three of those national championships when they went? <laughs> sure. Would have been a lot better. And it would have put Notre Dame on a lot higher pedestal and a lot uh, a better talking point uh and at the end of the day I think that's why Brian Kelly left good riddance Fuck that fucking through yeah, him uh, you know he killed the kid let's not forget that uh, <laughs> scissor lift uh but that, that you, that's a factor he's thought that he could not compete in the recruiting and the ability to get the athletes needed at Notre Dame uh, away from places like Alabama Ohio State Michigan USC LSU uh, Florida, Florida State, Clemson—you know things like that. Miami, you know, uh, uh, especially you know you you, you you have that like Notre Dame doesn't have the prestige anymore. Notre Dame thirty years ago was really the only national college football team. Yeah, like they were the only, they were on NBC. They had a national television deal. They weren't local. It wasn't regional. Notre Dame was fucking everywhere, and it was the only college football team like that um that's not the case like like that's it cbs would show like an sec game of the week but it was always a different sec team and you'd have one or two on there at the same time whether it be alabama lsu tennessee whatever notre dame was on nbc nationally every week you saw notre dame uh that's not the case anymore i mean that's the thing is now you have uh you know like like, let's look at the big ten big Ten's on three fucking networks the big ten is basically the nfl yeah, the Big Ten is on Fox, NBC, and CBS. They have their they're gonna have their big games on Fox. They have big primetime games on NBC, uh, and they have their lower games that are going to be either on CBS or or Peacock. That you can even watch, like that's what I mean. So even everybody from Maryland and Rutgers to Northwestern and and Iowa and shit, everybody's getting. Some sort of exposure, some sort of national exposure. That's fucking crazy. But that also puts Notre Dame behind the eight ball. They're not the special team anymore. They're not the only national focus. Everybody looks at that. And now you have kids who aren't like, man, I want to go to Notre Dame because Notre Dame is full of exposure. Everybody knows everybody from Notre Dame. They're the, you know, the fighting Irish. They're everywhere. National exposure. All eyeballs on them. Everybody sees them. Now it's like, I want to go play for Alabama because they win fucking chips. I yeah. want to go to Georgia. I want to go to Clemson. I want to go to Miami because the fucking beach is nice. I want to go to uh, uh, USC because the fucking girls at USC, <laughs> let's be honest, <laughs> fucking top tier. Hey, listen, I love watching the Notre Dame and USC games, but let's be honest. When you see the Notre Dame <laughs> cheerleaders, they're nice. When you see the USC cheerleaders, I'm getting my singles out. That's <laughs> that's just the nature of the beast. And when you're talking to 17, 18-year-old teenage boys, oh yeah. Where do you want to go? Cold ass <laughs> South Bend, Indiana where the girls are, you know, Indiana girls, or do you want to go to fucking Southern California, Los Angeles, beautiful sunny beaches and tiny fucking bikinis where the coeds are fucking top tier? Where do you think a fucking teenage boy is gonna go? Let's be fucking honest. <laughs> um, so you have to compete against that. And Notre Dame has to compete against that. And they used to be special because they were the national brand. They're not that anymore. They have to find a way to compete, whether that's loosening their NIL, loosening maybe some of the academic restrictions, maybe joining a conference. God, oh I know you don't want to say that word about Notre Dame. But um, as somebody who was always staunchly keep notre dame independent uh uh which i have been and and always have been everybody was always screaming no notre dame should join a conference fuck you (laughs) we don't need to join a conference we have the toughest schedule that we schedule every year you know if you go by the fucking metrics if you go by strength of schedule notre dame like every year is top five top 10 in toughest schedules we don't do cupcakes. We don't do Division I AA schools or the bowl championship series. Like, like you know, fucking Alabama plays Citadel or South Carolina State. It's like we're not playing those teams. Yeah, we play in Navy. We play an Army. We play an Akron, who fucking beat us, you know, <laughs> play fucking, you know, we, we play some of the lower tier Mac team or something like that. Uh, uh, every now and then, but we also play fucking Ohio States and Clemson's. We play USC every year, Stanford when they were good. Uh, you know, like, like that's Notre Dame is got that, but in the changing landscape of college football, I think it's going to get to a point where you're going to have to look at everything and be like, we might have to join a conference. And to to secure a spot in the playoffs to make it easier for us to make our case to be in the playoffs, because that's the other thing, too. If you get in the playoffs, that's national exposure. And the more you're exposed, the more you can get people to want to go to your college, especially if you're good, especially if you go far, if people can see you year in and year out competing for championships, competing for being the best and sending your players to the NFL. That's the other thing. Like if you want to look at NFL players, what what programs <coughs> currently have the most players in the NFL right now? Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. There are more players from Alabama and Georgia in the NFL right now than any other school. And I, I think it's like a lot. A and lot it's more. by a wide fucking margin. Yeah. So you're now you're telling these kids not only are you gonna come in here, not only you're gonna be exposed and everybody's gonna be able to see you, not only you're gonna come here and be able to get uh, uh, compete for championships every year. But also, we're a fast track to the fucking millions of dollars that the NFL could provide you. Like we basically, if you come here, you're gonna be guaranteed to get drafted at some point in the NFL, whether it's the first, fourth, or seventh round. If you come here you're probably getting drafted yeah That's why you have all these top flight recruits going to Alabama's and Georgia's and stuff like that. That's why you know it's it's frustrating being you know you see New Jersey here like we have Rutgers University Rutgers now is in the big ten but we still can't get out of our own way but that's, and, and New Jersey has some of the most talented football players in the country some of the best and most talented some of the top recruits come from the Don Bosco prep and and St Peter's prep and uh Bergen Catholic and uh, like like there's New Jersey has a ton uh St Joseph Mottvale uh New Jersey has a ton of football talent but it all leaves the state they all go to either Ohio State or they go to Alabama or they go to USC or they go to Nebraska they can even go to Nebraska and Nebraska fucking sucks. <laughs> but everybody leaves New Jersey because what is Rutgers going to do? Rutgers doesn't get any national exposure. Rutgers is fucking Rutgers. The Rutgers is a joke. Yeah. Why am I going to commit to Rutgers? The only ones that you get to commit to Rutgers are the ones that want to stay home or want to stay near your family or just aren't good enough to get recruited by anybody else. Because that's the other thing, too. You go to somebody where, you know, where would you want to go? Do you want to go to Alabama or you want to go to Rutgers? Well, if I go to Alabama, I'm going to the NFL. Yeah. So that's that, you know, the one time that didn't happen was Ray Rice. You know, Ray Rice was a fantastic player, was a Heisman candidate with Rutgers uh, and and was obviously a top flight pick before he ended up beating the shit out of his wife up
1: there. I didn't, I didn't realize oh, he went to... fiance on
0: camera, who then married him. <laughs> the <afterwards>. next day. <laughs> Fucking stupid.
1: Um, but as far as Notre Dame, I, I don't think we're going to see anything about... Them changing conferences until you see uh, ACC, they're still trying to push real hard for the last two teams to join them. Uh, I think it's Cal and Stanford, maybe. They're pushing. The last
0: I heard that they're trying to get Cal, Stanford, and SMU. Yeah, I think Cal and Stanford. Those three, which, first of all, that's a bad idea. Like, I, I, at least, like the Big Ten, like you still have some teams that are, you know, like the Plains. Like you have Nebraska, you have Iowa. Like obviously, that's not West West, but that's still pretty deep into the Heartland, you yeah. know. So, like adding USC, like adding the West Coast teams, is still pretty ridiculous, but not that bad. When you you're the ACC, you don't have anybody west of of like. Of like what? Like Wake Forest is the most West team you got or something? Or the Florida State and Tallahassee might be the most West. Uh thoughts and prayers to everybody down there in Florida, by the way, getting fucking crushed by that fucking hurricane. Um like that's that's the farthest west. And now you're gonna bring in two as far west west coast teams as you can. That travel's gonna be insane. Yeah. And think about all the other sports, too. That's the complaint with with a lot of the other expansion going on is the, is the travel for all the other sports. Now you're doing this to that. Like, and then on top of it, you have the teams in the ACC are pushing back. The North Carolina teams aren't voting for it. Florida State's not voting for it. You have arguments going on there. Apparently, this was supposed to all be done on Monday, and it's still not done here on when we're recording this Wednesday. Whether or not it gets done, I don't know. People have said, oh, it looks like it's close. It looks like it's all but a done deal. But it still hasn't happened yet. So, and and the last I heard is that they wanted to get this done before week one of college football started. You know, we had just week zero just happened. They wanted to get it done before this weekend. Will it happen? I I don't know. Is Is Cal and Stanford waiting for something else? I think Stanford is waiting for the Big Ten. Yeah, I think they want the Big Ten more than anything because then they can still have USC, they still have UCLA, they still have Oregon. They can they can play against and 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 still maintain some of that Pac-10 uh, cohesiveness. Um, and then not only that, if I'm the Big Ten, I want that because that's a you know. Listen, if you if you get Stanford, as as I mentioned a couple episodes ago you now have every major rival that Notre Dame has yeah, in your conference. So all of a sudden now, Notre Dame can't schedule their rivals without being in your conference. And if I'm the Big Ten, I would squeeze Notre Dame like that too. I would say, listen, USC, you can't schedule Notre Dame. Stanford, you can't schedule Notre Dame. Michigan can't schedule Notre Dame. And all of a sudden, like, are you going to start putting those traditions and those matchups that Notre Dame built that Notre Dame and USC built both you're going to, you're going to throw those away. I think if, I think if the big 10 gets Stanford, I think you see Notre Dame go to the big 10 and relatively quickly. And on top of that, the, the deal with Peacock, like that's, uh, an and NBC like they they can work that out to where Notre Dame gets uh, you know there if Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten it's not going to be deal like like uh, like Oregon and Washington have where it's like a half share yeah that they're going to get and then it like progressively gets better until the next deal goes like if Notre Dame joins the Big Ten Notre Dame's not only getting their share they're probably going to get an extra share from NBC just to be there yeah like that's that's what it seems like to me so. um that, that's a big thing. I think it, it, I, if I'm Stanford, if I'm Cal, I know you're scared to not be in a big-time conference looking at next year and looking forward. I would say don't join the ACC. Even if it looks scary, even if you have to bide your time a little bit with the Big Ten, don't go to the ACC. Because not only that, their grant of rights is fucking atrocious. They're not going to give you the money. And not only that, but you already have teams like florida and clemson saying they want a bigger share yeah and if you're cal and stanford where your football programs aren't a top priority and you're not necessarily very good right now not only are you not going to get what the regular share is you're going to get even less now because florida state and clemson are going to try to grab a bigger piece of the pie before i think they try to leave altogether.
1: together and, and that's <sighs> that's why i think eventually is going to happen
0: no, absolutely. Well, they're already looking. Florida State's been loud to the point where all the other teams that want to leave the ACC are telling them to shut the fuck up and do it more quietly. <laughs> uh, but like they've already said, they're looking for loans. They're looking at banks and banking loans to pay the exit fee. They're looking at their lawyers for loopholes to get out of the grant of rights situation, which is that's as I mentioned a couple episodes ago before. That's that's a problem too. Because that's the thing. Even if they're able to leave the conference, the grant of rights means that the ACC still owns their games. Yeah. So they wouldn't be able to have it. like So that's, there's a whole legal loophole and stuff like that that needs to happen. But if they can figure it out, if Florida State can figure it out, if Clemson figures it out, the ACC is going to go the way of the Pac-12. It yeah. will be gone. Yeah, no, I, I agree. you're going to see Florida State's going to go to the SEC. Uh, Miami might go to the SEC. Clemson might go SEC or Big Ten. We don't know. Uh, North Carolina and Duke might go Big Ten or SEC. Don't know. Like, you're going to have teams. It's going to be one last big rush of teams trying to pick apart the ACC. And, you know, would it be easier just to kind of fucking get rid of all of these at least for football just get rid of the fucking conferences set it up as like two fucking super leagues and fucking just set it up like that and then just run the playoffs you know run the regular season run the playoffs do something like that maybe even set it up regionally set set up your own little conferences set up a northeast northwest southeast southwest whatever the fuck you want to (laughs) do um and and set it up that way like i don't know because because a lot of this stuff seems to be a little a little crazy right now but either way um i think that's what we're 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 looking at here and i think like you said i think that's coming down the pike sooner than later uh as far as like florida state and listen i'll say this the the acc uh contract and grant of rights and everything runs through 2036 the ACC is not making it to 2030, oh God, no. Yeah, no. let alone 2036. It's not happening. Yeah.
1: T- I totally agree that before their, their rights are uh, up, they'll be dead.
0: Yeah, no, there's there's no way. There's no way. They, they, and, and especially with the money as it is now, and you see like per year, Every ACC team gets something like 250, 200, 200, I forget the exact number. Somewhere it was like 230 and $270 million a year. And then you look at what like every team from the Big Ten is getting with this deal minus Oregon and and, uh, Washington uh, because they're only getting a half share. Uh, But it's like close to like 900 million for each team. Yeah a year or something like that. Uh, And you start looking at that or whether it's a total deal, I can't remember. Either way, like it's a lot of fucking money. (laughs) And so if you're Florida State, you're Clemson and you're seeing this and it's like the SEC with their new deal with ESPN is leaving us in the dust. The Big Ten with their new deal with everybody uh, is leaving us in the dust. The Big Ten really hit it big with their their rights deals. Um, So uh, uh, even the Big 12 is making a significant amount more than the acc is um and what a comeback story they are by the way the big 12 we all thought the big 12 at this time last year when texas and oklahoma said they were leaving we thought the big 12 was going to do what the pac-12 did this year yeah and we were like oh big 12's dead nope those motherfuckers they took on everybody and they survived <laughs> and then they took in when the Pac-12 collapsed they took in all the Pac-12 teams. They got Arizona, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, they picked up fucking everybody. they like, "Come on guys, let's go." It's like, "Wow, what a fucking turnaround for them." Uh so good good job there by the Big 12. Um but yeah, you know, uh uh there there, there there's too much money now. There's too much money at stake. Um And I know people will bitch and complain about it, being like, oh, it's not the college football I knew or grew up. Yeah, but listen, shit changes. Yeah, The college football that you grew up with wasn't the same college football from the 50s that your dad grew up with. Yeah, exactly. And that college football wasn't the same as the college football from the 30s. Like, you got to remember when the AP poll came in, what, the 50s or something or 40s? Like, you know, uh, you got to think back to the 30s and 20s. Like, people who grew up there are like, oh, this is terrible. What they're wearing plastic helmets now with stutter leather. What is this, poppycock? <laughs> this is nonsense. What you're not allowed to remove someone's teeth with your crown of your helmet. This isn't football. Like, Listen, the game changes, traditions change. You know, the, like, like, like it happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I think you have to look at it from that sense of like, this is. This is changing. This is how it's going forward. Um, You you maintain their rivalries where you can and some of the traditions where you can. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, you also got to do what's best to keep everything viable. And for a lot of these schools, uh, the football programs is what not only keeps the athletic departments going, but a lot of that keeps the schools going, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, help with research departments and help with different education departments and funds and grants and all that other nonsense, despite how egregious uh, tuition costs have gotten uh, uh, at these colleges. And don't get me started on that. I understand uh, (laughs) that that's, that's a fucking problem as well. Um, But these football programs bring in a ton of money for the athletic departments that help all the other ones, like women's basketball, Uh, You know, lacrosse at some of these places, swimming programs, the Olympic sport programs, especially when you talk about things like Stanford and Cal, uh, you know, uh, Oregon, uh, you know, uh, USC, like they have huge Olympic sport programs there that produce Olympic gold medalists and athletes uh, and things like that. And, And if it's not for the football programs, a lot of those athletic departments get shut down. Like they they can't afford it. They can't use them. You know. Yeah. So when when I when I look at all that kind of stuff, it's like yeah, I I understand why they're doing it. I don't see it. As, people see it as straight up greed. And sure, I'm sure there's some greed with it. And some of the, the conference presidents and school presidents, they get a hefty sum. And everybody, yeah, yeah listen, that's always going to happen, whether that's government or school, which is basically more than the same now. Um, abolished the Department of Education. I just want to put that out there. Um, yes, I, I, I understand looking at it from that aspect, but I can't blame them when, you, when, when you're when you some of these schools, and especially like the ACC, now if you're looking at it and you're seeing all these other schools make all this money that they're able to now fund their, all their other athletic programs and fund their schools and fund different research departments and fund different educational departments and get new libraries and all these other, and be on a cutting edge of things where, you know, a, a lot of that happens at these universities. Um, yeah. Like, like how, how, how can you sit there and say like, Oh, we'll be fine falling behind and, and not making this money. And then on top of that, as your football program falls behind, and then all of a sudden you don't get the good recruits. And then your football program falls even farther behind. And now you're not making the college football playoff. You're not in the national spotlight. Now fewer people come to your game. Now you're making even less money. Now it comes time for the next contract. Who wants to watch the fucking ACC? Nobody does. There's no, you guys aren't any good. Yeah. You guys are fucking terrible. So then the next contract isn't going to be any better. They're not going to look at anything. So I get it from the point of a Florida state, from a Clemson, from Duke and, and North Carolina being like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like we have to make money, or we're gonna we're gonna be dead. Yeah. Um. Th- that's just that's just the long and short of it, man. That's just the long and short of it. So they're gonna have to do that.
1: So uh, sw- switching up a little bit, um, NFL talk. Um, Trey Lance being traded to the Cowboys. Why do you? Let me see how I want to say this. Do you think the 49ers are getting a fair share of? Um messing up that draft day trade compared to what Chicago did for Mitch Trubisky.
0: Um I'm here's the thing. I am of the opinion uh that I I, I give the 49ers credit. I give them a lot of credit. Um and, and I saw this the other day also and and uh uh Rich Eisen uh, he said the same thing on his show a couple days ago. And uh, I, I was happy to see that somebody kind of shared my opinion with it too. Um, I, I give the 49ers credit because they took a big swing. It was a risk. Everybody knew it was a risk. But, but they knew Jimmy G was injury prone they didn't know how much longer they wanted to keep them they didn't know like that they were high on trey lance despite his lack of experience and lack of football playing time they they got sold on him. whether that was uh either bad scouting or maybe colin cowherd pushed it because his daughter was banging him at the time uh which I didn't know that until a while ago, that Colin Cowherd's daughter was banging Trey Lance when he was drafted. And that's know, why Colin just... Cowherd was all over him saying, oh, <laughs> this guy's great. He's going to be great. And yeah, then no, as soon as his daughter stopped it. dating him, oh, I don't know if he can make it. Is he is he really the kind of <laughs> It's like, oh, Colin, you stupid son of a bitch. Um, so, but by the way, Colin Cowherd's daughter, let's fucking go, man. Oh, yeah? I'm not a bad one.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm a little <laughs> thick.
0: I like a thick girl, though. Yeah. So not bad. nice. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Way off, <subject>. <laughs> you're misogynistic, you dirty bastard. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but here's the thing like, they, they took a swing on him, he, he just kept on getting injured, and then when he did play, he wasn't very good, yeah. And so, you get him in camp this year, and you have uh, you have Purdy coming back from the Tommy John surgery, you got Sam Darnold who's been around and much maligned, uh, the same way. And you have Trey Lance and you're like, all right, everybody, let's see what, what you got. Let's see what you do. And listen, at the end of the day, when you have the coaching organization sitting there saying like, he's, he's, he's number three of the three quarterbacks we got, he's number three. He's just, he just doesn't have it. Um, and the ability to admit that and not, push it and not try to say, no, we, you know, clearly we missed, but we have to justify the fact that we traded away draft picks and moved all the way up to number three and drafted them at number three. So even though Brock Purdy is clearly better and more ready at this point, we're going to put in trade because we have to, or otherwise we're going to get fired. Yeah, We're going to lose our job, you know, because what a big swing and a miss. The fact that the 49ers uh, and their ownership were you know are, are are sticking with John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, even after swinging and missing on Trey Lance, um, that that's a big thing, and that's a because here's the other thing: if they felt like they were going to get fired for that, I guarantee you Trey Lance would be starting. Yeah, they would start Trey Lance come hell or high water because they have to justify it. Or or we're out of a job. But they got told, listen, you guys took a swing, you missed. Don't worry. Now, does the fact that the rest of the 49ers uh equate to a Super Bowl contending team every year? And that even though you missed on Trey Lance, you somehow had Brock Purdy fall into your fucking lap and this kid looks to be a fucking wonder kid. Doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt that you missing on your quarterback hasn't hurt your quarterback position and hasn't hurt you being a contender for a Super Bowl championship. Yeah. If like if the 49ers missed on Trey Lance and they were 3 and 13, 3 and 14, that might be a different story. But the rest of the 49ers resume there from from a personnel standpoint, they're they're a Super Bowl contender and they've been a Super Bowl contender for the last 5 years. You know, so you so you can't argue with that. Um so, so actually I, I, that's what I'm. I was just getting to the point of yes. I I, I a lot of people are looking there and trying to cook the 49ers and cook Lynch and cook Shanahan for saying oh what this is the worst draft bust of all time, worst trade, worst draft trade. This is going to go down in history as the worst thing. Like I'm I'm not cooking them. I like I I think I think what they did was they took a swing and they missed and they landed in shit and ended up coming up smelling like roses because. They Listen, they got a fourth-round fucking pick for a garbage fucking quarterback.
1: That's what I was surprised about was the fourth-round draft pick because if he wasn't going to get traded, he was going to get cut. So why did if Dallas anything, pull pull a trade when they knew he was going to get cut?
0: If anything, cook the Cowboys on this one. Yeah.
1: What the fuck are you doing? And Jerry.
0: Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Oh God. Jerry, 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 Jerry. What are you doing, Jerry? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Because uh, – Jerry, I understand you love talking. It's, <laughs> it's, it's his thing. He loves it. it, 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 it that's fine. Nothing wrong with it. Some, we love it when Jerry talks.
1: Oh, definitely do. <laughs>
0: when, when you have a quarterback that's coming off his worst season, has a bit of confidence issues, as Dak does apparently, Um, trying to work some stuff, whatever. Um, and in the one press conference where they're talking about Trey Lance, you just happen to oh so nonchalantly <laughs> reference the fact that man, we wanted Jalen Hurts really bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. We really wanted him. Couldn't get him, but boy, did we really want to get him. What the fuck are you doing? And, and didn't they? Oh, that, that, that's right. Yeah, if he was available, they were they were definitely going to draft him. That was the second part of that. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Well, and also, not to get off topic about the Trey Lance topic here, um, I, I brought it up to you, I think it was last week, uh, him making a comment about his defensive end getting a ticket for speeding. Yes,
0: yes. They, they, well, listen, to
1: be, fa- to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, he's technically correct. He is, but come on,
0: man. He can say Which is the shit. best kind of correct, but he's technically correct. Listen. He's he was what about about uh, 30 miles an hour safer. So, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I get it. I get it.
1: Uh. <laughs> you even but this the, this guy I, I work with is a Cowboys fan. i was like, "Dude, did you hear that that uh, Jerry Jones comment?" He's like, "No, I said at lunchtime I'll find you the, the clip of it." Even he after listening to the clip put his head down in disgust and usually he just like blows me off. He just put his head down shanking. I said, I think uh, Stephen Jones is in the corner going, oh, God damn it, dad. <laughs> See, that's it. I wasn't in disgust. I was like, yeah, you know, on the surface, you're
0: like, what the fuck are you saying, Jerry? But then you stop and think about it, and it's like, eh, hey, he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, is, it, should he have said it? Probably not. But is he technically wrong? No. So I, I'll get it, I'll, I'll let it go. But man, that, that. <laughs> That Jalen Hurts comment. Yeah. When you know you're going into a season with a quarterback that is already full of confidence issues, that already has, is coming off his worst season, his worst professional season, um, to say, like, boy, we really wanted this other guy. We would have (laughs) been a lot better if we had this other guy. If he came to us, we were drafting him, no doubt. And it's like, like, if you, and then on top of that, you've also traded. To get trey lance to come in who's a shit quarterback if i'm Dak, i like what do you think at this point
1: by this point you just you know what let me run my contract out and i'm leaving because they're they're supposedly negotiating with them now to get a better contract to cut
0: down the contract yeah, yeah. and uh, listen at this point he might go <laughs>
1: I'll sign how a new. I'll, I'll sign a new contract if Jerry retires.
0: <laughs> speaking speaking of quarterback contracts, uh, boy, how quickly did that fucking Tyler Murray fucking situation turn? Dude,
1: huh? yeah. <laughs> rumors of him, not were, rumors gonna of him going to play this year. I was going to say rumors of him possibly not playing. That they're privately telling people that they're not. They gonna are play not.
0: Him. They are not going to play him this year because if he gets injured the injury close on his contract instantly gives him like 53 million dollars or something holy shit so they're gonna keep him on the fucking pup list and either find a way to fucking release him or trade him or somehow get rid of him and you know they're, they're, they're gonna get hurt by wh- however way it happens but it'll be less so uh, than like if he gets injured and gets like the guaranteed injury money yeah um, but like they're ready to move on they're ready to go And that's and that's what I mean because you got to figure if you're the Cardinals now you have a new regime in there you have a new GM you have new coach you have new everything like that, Um, and and last season was the mess that was left over from the GM they had before that all of a sudden quit out of nowhere yeah Uh, the the you know the, the 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 stress between Kyler and the coach and you know whether or not he had to have the film clause and then they had to take out the film clause because people were like why is he not watching film and it became a whole thing and it's like all of a sudden you paid Kyler Murray all that money the Cardinals fucking stunk last year and now it's like yeah we're not paying this guy <laughs> yeah. we are not fucking paying him like JJ it was so bad last year you made JJ Watt fucking retire <laughs> um it was and that's the shame of it, because the Cardinals like two years ago were looking like, man, they can they can make a run. They could be on a you know, real good Super Bowl team. They have the talent, they have the ability. And and Kyler just kind of pissed that all away. Uh like the the thing that exposed that to me last year was when Kyler Murray started yelling at DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And I said, listen, you want to sit there and yell at your coach. I get that sometimes quarterbacks and coaches yell or everybody else is wrong, but Kyler and everything like that. You start yelling at DeAndre Hopkins. I was like, listen, everybody else might be wrong. Everybody else might not run the right route or everybody else might not do what we say. There's no way that DeAndre Hopkins is doing something wrong. and There's no way that DeAndre Hopkins is is less of a football player than you are. So the fact that you're sitting here, DeAndre Hopkins, and the way DeAndre just fucking ignored him as he walked by, (laughs) I was like, This team is cooked. They are done. Everybody – people have tuned out and got rid of – Kyler has no control there. The coach had no control there. Um, Like, they were just – it was all just – that was nonsense. So, what a massive fall there uh, from the Cardinals in just two years going from, hey, Super Bowl favorites possibly. You know, they can get there. They can go to – well, I think they're in full rebuild mode. A lot of people saying they're going to tank – Again, I don't think NFL teams tank. I don't think you can tank trying to tell people fighting for their jobs, oh, you're tanking. They're punching the face for saying that.
1: Yeah. Uh, but if you're the GM, you could tank the team. I mean, they traded Isaiah Simmons to you guys for a freaking 7th yeah, round draft got, pick.
0: That's true. That's true. But I think that's, that's the other thing. I think they're trying to get what they can for some pieces that they either, again, like I said, there's a new regime there. They didn't draft some of these players. They didn't build what was there. Because what was there obviously wasn't working um so they're, they're cleaning house and they want to set up their own regime and i get that clean slate kind of situation uh so we're, we'll just see what happens there but man what a what a turnaround for that for that team and it's a shame it's a shame but it just goes to show you man uh you're, for everything that we think we know uh we don't know anything
1: yeah and I'll, I'll even say this, I don't even think Gannon is going to be the coach there for when Kyle Murray goes away and they go into the official rebuild. I, I think they'll actually bring a, a good coach in and build that team back up. I, I
0: think just, he's a, you, think, you think he's a stopgap?
1: Yeah. I, I was just about to say, I think he's like a stopgap just to get, get by, get this mess all cleaned up a little bit, and then we'll bring in the real players, the real coach. Because Gann's not a head coach, and you're gonna see that.
0: Uh well, we'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, we'll see. Right now, though, I I do I do want to I, I do want to do something. Normally I'm not normally I wouldn't do this. Okay. Normally I'm against this. But I was bored today. So I figured what 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 the hell? We're here. We're on the cusp of a new NFL season, aren't we? We're cusping.
1: Yes, we're we're cusping. We're
0: almost we're right the top. there.
1: We're
0: we're 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 almost there. We're right there. It's 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 right almost to our lips. We can almost taste it. The NFL season, almost here. A week away. We're a week away. Yes. And since we're a week away, what better time, I think, than to premiere the first stay tuned sports
1: preseason edition of King's NFL top 12. wow okay now for everybody that's listening I didn't even know this so this this is all this is breaking news to me even this is brand new yeah I
0: wanted to keep it a secret from you I wanted to keep it, you know I didn't want you to get a sneak preview or do anything like that I'm gonna hit it with you I, I can guarantee
1: keep... the Giants are above the Eagles the whole time so I'll just get that out of the way now
0: no, 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 no. So here's the thing. You know, we'll, you'll see and you'll be exposed to it. Same what everybody else. You have to wait until I expose myself here, Jimbo. There, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at number 12, starting off preseason, Kings, NFL top 12 here for StayToon Sports. I have the Miami Dolphins. I think they've put a lot of pieces together. I think they've put a lot of things together. If Tua stays healthy, this is a dangerous team, more dangerous, I think, than people are are giving them credit for. I think they're a decent dark horse. That AFC East is going to be a fucking problem. I see them almost being the same as the NFC East was last year. I think they have three really good teams and the Patriots, which is weird. And listen, you never know. The Patriots might surprise somebody. I doubt it, but they might. You never know. At number 11, I have the Minnesota Vikings. This one was tough. Not sure Kirk Cousins, he's regular season Kirk Cousins. He's 1pm Kirk Cousins. If you get primetime Kirk Cousins, we already know what you get with primetime Kirk Cousins. Uh, He's got to overcome that. He does, eventually. But are the Vikings going to make waves in the regular season? Yes, they always do. They're a good enough team to do that. Are they good enough to get far in the playoffs? Probably not, but that's why I have them at 11. At number 10, Jacksonville Jaguars. This team is only going to get better from what they were last year. They they made that late-season run to win the division, to get into the playoffs. Again, they got him by the skin in their teeth. Won a playoff game, but that amazing comeback against San Diego. Well, I mean, it's either the Jaguars came back or San Diego collapsed, however you want to look at it. But the Jaguars also put up a pretty good fight in Kansas City against the Chiefs. So I will give them that. Uh, and I think they're only going to get better. Trevor Lawrence is only going to get better under Peterson uh you know, who is, he he's got the pedigree for being a, a, a good coach. He's a Super bowl winning coach. He's got a statue of him hanging up inside the fucking link, you know? uh So number 10, Jacksonville Jaguars, number nine, the New York football giants, uh, the New York football giants at number nine giants surprised the hell out of everybody, including me last year, but having just a fantastic season. They started off seven and two. They fell off a little bit towards the end of the year. They had a ton of fucking injuries, uh, but still, we able to get into the playoffs, beat the Vikings, actually won a playoff game last year. Holy <laughs> shit. What an amazing thing that was. We're not going to talk about the game that they lost in the playoffs.
1: Which game uh, was that?
0: Shut the fuck up. I'm talking <laughs> about my list here. Uh, now, you're talking about Daniel Jones. This is the first time I believe that he's had the same coach and offensive coordinator for two years in a row. Uh, he did amazing work and mitigated a lot of his uh, turnovers last year in his first year under Dayball. This year, is he going to expand it more, stretch it out? He could. We got Darren Waller, uh, which is a fantastic addition uh, at tight end, basically a wide receiver and a fucking solid pickup. The Giants have a lot of no names at wide receivers, but I like them, and a lot of them do good. That Hodgins kid is good. Um, Shepard. The Giants have receivers that nobody knows, but they do catch the ball, and they get yardage. Uh, and, of course, having Saquon back helps a ton. If he stays healthy and the Giants get that new that new turf there at the Meadowlands, so hopefully you will keep everybody's ACLs fine. Um, I think the Giants can be good, but they have a tougher schedule. That's why I have them at 9. I'm, I'm mitigating it a little bit. We'll see how the season goes. But at number 9, I have the New York Giants. At number 8, Baltimore Ravens. After all that fucking drama with Lauren, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, they pick up Odell Beckham. Lamar Jackson finally fucking signs. Uh, the Ravens are always a dangerous team, but I put them at kind of in the same level as the Vikings, of uh, regular season team does well in the regular season, but you get them into the postseason and they just choke and they fall apart. They're not a good postseason team. They're not. They're going to have to prove people wrong this year uh, for for me to to put them up higher. Um, I, I and, and for right now I can't. So for preseason number eight, your Baltimore Ravens. Number seven The Detroit Lions Wow Everybody's high on the Lions here Everybody's liking what the Lions are doing I love what the Lions are doing I love Dan Campbell Uh, This is a team that last year Was the best team From week seven on They were the best team And missed the playoffs By a hair because of a bad calling In a Seattle game that they weren't even involved in Yeah Um, which, which sucks. Uh, but that being said, the NFL thinks pretty highly of them. They're opening up the season against the Chiefs, uh, you know, being the prime time of prime time games. Uh, that's pretty special, and that's pretty nice. And they're going to have, a, you know, the Lions can start showing everybody, even if they don't win that game. They can show everybody if they're for real this year or not. So for now, I have the Lions at number seven. At number six, I have the Buffalo Bills. Um, Is the window closing for this team? I think that's a question to ask. Josh Allen didn't have a great year last year. Had a ton of red zone turnovers in both interceptions and fumbles. Uh, The Bills lost a lot of games last year in the the last minutes. Games that you thought they had won. That they let go. That Minnesota game is one that comes to mind real quickly. Um, The playoff game against Miami, they almost lost. If it wasn't for some Miami mistakes, the Bills lose the divisional game against the Dolphins. I I absolutely believe, or wild card games, sorry. I think the Dolphins could almost beat the Bills last year uh, uh, in that playoff game, which is insane, which is insane to think about. and then you also you have off season drama with Diggs. You have off season, you know, with Diggs and 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 uh, uh, Allen and uh, what's going on. It, obviously, you have the Demar Hamlin situation, which is good to see him back on a team and actually playing football. Yeah, uh, I, th- I would have laughed my ass off if they would have cut him yesterday, but uh, <laughs> you knew that wasn't going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but again, that's what I, I'm I'm iffy on the Bills right now, so I have them at six. Number five, we get to the top five here now. We have the New York Jets. Wow. I got the Jets up here. I'm high on the Jets. Listen, the Jets almost made the playoffs last year. That's true. And they had minus a quarterback. They didn't have a quarterback last year. And they almost made the playoffs.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucking insane. And now you get a team that has gotten better offensively, offensive line needs some work don't get me wrong but they are better offensively they still have the offensive rookie of the year with Garrett Wilson you have Sauce Gardner the defensive rookie on the, of the year on the other side that defensive front is a monster you have that defensive backfield monster like the Jets are primed this is if I'm a Jets fan I've I, I, I know you want to approach this season with caution because just, just like a lover who's been cheated on a lot you you've been hurt before. Yeah, you you've you've seen what great expectations can be, and then you've had your hopes dashed, and and you you just don't want to get hurt again. I get it. I understand. I'm with you, but I, I I think it's okay to to let it go, and and to let yourself love again. And I think this <laughs> Jets team is the team to do that with. You have Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Famer, two out of the last three MVPs, um, two in a row. There has four overall the best quarterback the jets have had since vinny testaverdi probably um just I, this this if the this is the jets year if the jets don't do it this year um they may never do it uh <laughs> but this is the jets year this year and, and next year um i think th- this is this is the jets time this is they've gone all in here the jets have gone all in And I think that deserves uh, of them getting up to to number five. And they got a big test. They play the bills uh, on Monday night football opening week. So we'll see right off the bat where the jets stand at number four. You're defending NFC champions, the Philadelphia Eagles, Uh, man, this team is just good. They're just a good team. You You can't fight it. You can't argue it. They're just a good team. I fucking hate them. I don't like them, but they're a good team. Uh, they they have the entire Georgia Bulldog defense. They got, uh, they got, baby, they defense. got baby rhino. Uh, they their their offense again. You have Jalen Hurts, uh, who is an absolute weapon. Can he uh, produce in year three the same way he did in year two? Can he only get better? Um, I think there, there there might be some questions when it comes to to uh, defensive backfield and certain other positions is 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 kelsey maybe a year too old uh, you know uh, there there are uh, some questions and that's why i don't have the eagles a little bit higher but i think they are clearly uh one of the super bowl favorites uh at least top four clearly top four because they're in my top four uh they, they are a top four team until they prove otherwise uh, you know, uh, uh, and, and I, I don't think they're going to prove otherwise. I think they're going to be very good <laughs> all year. Uh, the, the Eagles are my number four team. Number three, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. This, uh, it was hard between putting who was four and three between the Bengals and Eagles. And I know you were going to hate me. You're going to say, oh, you just did that because you hate the Eagles. <laughs> That's not true. Um, I still think. At the end of the day, I I think Joe Burrow is still a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts at the moment. I do. Uh, I love the Bengals' weapons. Uh, Having Jamar Chase there, having Mixon there, um, that Bengals' defense, again, not big names, but fucking surprisingly good. Same last year. Last year, the Bengals' defense was... I, I think what was it top two top three Yeah defense and and It was kind of like a, a, a revamp of the no name Defense from Dallas in the 70s you know Nobody knows who they are but Man are they good and And that's the same thing here and I think the Bengals Again they're going to be fighting All the way and and uh, uh, They're they're again to me A Super Bowl favorite uh, going Into this season Number two I have the San Francisco 49ers i think they to me right now wow. i think they are the nfc favorites to get to the super bowl they are and again i think this hinges completely and a hundred percent on brock purdy staying healthy i just but say brock purdy period that team is loaded loaded defensively loaded offensively you have fucking christian mccaffrey in that backfield you have I, – I, I, listen, I can name off the names. You know the names. I can name off the positions. You know it all, okay? And at the end of the day, that team is, is a killer. That team is a killer. And I think the only thing, the only thing that can stop the 49ers is injuries. That's the only thing that can stop them. Uh, I have them currently as my NFC favorite to go to the Super Bowl – We'll see how the season plays out. Everything shakes out differently. You know, sometimes in the preseason, you look like an idiot. Um, I mean, I look like an idiot anyway most of the time. Uh, (laughs) But for right now, that's how I have them. And, of course, you know, you have to because you have to. Number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And nobody's beat the man yet. Uh, Well, except for Tom Brady. Uh, The Chiefs are just the Chiefs. I said that last year a lot. I'm saying it this year again to start it off. Patrick Mahomes has got that magic, and sometimes the Chiefs start off slow, but they're always there. All the key pieces are still there. I know they're working. They're, they're, you know, the the uh, my man over there still holding out on the defensive side. Uh, why isn't the name escaping me? Uh, God, I hate old age. It sucks, Jones. Uh, but Dad Jones, that's it. Uh, but I think eventually they're. I mean, they're going to get that worked out. They need him there that will get worked out he will be back um and and uh like again until somebody beats them until somebody is clearly head and shoulders above them you got to have the chiefs at number one so there you go the very first kings nfl top 12 of 2023 the preseason top 12 you got the chiefs niners Bengals. Eagles, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You got the Bills, you got the Lions, you got the Ravens, you got the New York football Giants, Jaguars at 10, Vikings, and rounding it out, you have the Miami Dolphins. Of course, all of these rankings are subject to change.
1: Of course they are. I'm waiting for the Giants to be above the Eagles.
0: Hey, listen, if, if, if the Eagles start off slow and the Giants do good, you know, you'll have no, you know, I, I won't have a choice with that. That's again, it's all based on performance. You got to yeah. do that. And that's the other thing, too, is unfortunately uh, the Giants and Eagles don't get to go head to head until the last three weeks of the fucking season. Yeah, that, that so, does suck. Um, Man, what a fucking wild last three weeks. That'll be though, especially <laughs> if, if the Giants do good. Like if the Giants can show that they can handle the schedule they have uh, and, and perform better than they did last year. And all of a sudden it's a, it's a, it's a fight to the end. I I also, I want to jump on this before anybody jumps on it. No, I don't have the Cowboys in the top 12 and it's not because I, I'm a Giants fan. I just hate the fucking Cowboys. My reason, I'll give you the reason the Cowboys every year. And I've said this before, you can go back and listen to the old episodes of the show, the Cowboys every year on paper, are one of the best teams in the NFL every year. I think with the talent they always put together on paper, you look at all this the, the stats for the players and all the metrics and everything like that. On paper, the Cowboys are always one of the best teams in the NFL until they start playing games. Yeah. And, and things happen. And then, especially like regular season, like again, the Cowboys are, are, are reminding me again, a lot of the Vikings, good regular season. Get into the regular season, they get into the postseason, they fucking collapse. And it always happens. And now you have Dak coming off of his worst year statistically. Uh, when he took 17 interceptions. Do you think here's a question? I'll ask you this too. And I'll do this after I finish my point here. Uh, but you have Dak coming off his worst year, then you have fucking Jerry Jones basically saying, Man, we I really would have rather having Jalen Hurts. You know, that's not gonna help his confidence. Uh As usual, it's a bunch of fucking chaos around the Cowboys, um, around the players, around the organization. Um, Can they start off well? Will they do a regular season well? They could. They might not. That's the other thing, too. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Cowboys. And because of that, because there is so much uncertainty and because they are are always that paper champion and that paper tiger – I went with teams I feel like are more solid. And I know it sounds weird to say that the Vikings are more solid than the Cowboys. But right now, in my mind, I think they are. Yeah. I think that the Vikings are a more solid team right now than the Cowboys. I think the Jaguars are a more solid team right now than the Cowboys. And again, if the Cowboys go through the season and they prove me wrong, as you've seen, go back and look at all my other fucking top 12s that I did last year. I will put the Cowboys where they belong in, in this list. I will. I, I, I don't do anything here. Like I don't keep the Eagles out because I don't like the Eagles. I don't keep the Cowboys out because I don't like the Cowboys. I don't keep, you know, listen, I'm a Giants fan. I hate the fucking 49ers. I don't like them. I have them at fucking number two, (laughs) you know, like it's just, uh, uh, you know, why do we hate the 49ers? I grew up in the eighties. I hate everybody hated the 49ers. Um, (laughs) That's just, you know, uh, how I do. So before any of the Cowboy fans start fucking bitching and moaning at me, that's why. Now, here's the question I'll pose to you real quickly. Over under last year's 17 interception mark for Dak. I'll even make it, I'll do it interesting. I'll do 16 and a half. I'll put a hook on it there for you. 16 and a half over under Dak Prescott interceptions. Over or under, Go.
1: I'm gonna say under, but it's still gonna be a high number like fifteen like I think he'll get close to that that over under a number but I'm, you're saying under you're I'm saying, saying under. under yeah because I mean that's um, that's tough to to top seventeen interceptions
0: i'm I'm not hoping this well maybe I am a little bit I'm gonna say over and I'm gonna say over a lot because uh, again his performance last year wasn't great and then with everything that was said in this off season like do, do we forget back when the cowboys fucking social media team threw him under the fucking bus yeah like I, I I don't think everybody remembers that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like after that playoff loss, they went. They, they posted like uh you know because of Dax, uh three interceptions and all this stuff, the Cowboys once again Baylor sorry. I was like, holy shit! They just <laughs> they threw him under the fucking bus. Yeah, and and again because of the comments this offseason from Jerry. And, and just recently, like I said, them trading for Trey Lance and making a big deal out of it and saying the shit they did about Jalen Hurts. And it's just like um, any sense of confidence of 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 anything that I think with Dak, like I think that's gone. And, and then not only that, he's going to be in this, well, I'll show you, and he's going to be in a prove it mode. And when you do that, that's that's when the mistakes come yeah when the problems happen and i think that's what we're looking at when it comes to Dak. i think we're looking at somebody who is going to um try to force it and it's not going to end well so uh, i'll go with the over on that one and uh uh, 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 sorry 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 cowboys fans i'm sorry i'm sorry to do that and listen if he if he doesn't if he proves me wrong God bless them. You all can come after me and fucking roast me and kill me and cook me, whatever you're going to do. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I just, that, that's, that's what it is. That's, that's how I see it for now. You may see it differently, but I think you see it through star colored glasses there. Uh, so
1: we'll see. You so, got an Eagles fan on your side, Cowboys fans. You got an Eagles fan on your side. That's all right. So before we uh, get going here, um, I just realized something. I just What's realized that? how to fix your internet connection. How do I do that? It needs W. It's not focused. Jimbo. You're- Jimbo,
0: I love you. I do. What? I don't think W. can go ahead and fix my internet. However, <laughs> W can fix your focus and your connection, especially to reality if you go ahead and and get yourself some w why is that well a much like how i wish my internet was more focused more streamlined would concentrate on what the fuck it's doing um it can't and i also from what i understand if i pour w into my router it will just break the router but if you pour w into you that's going to provide you with focus and energy throughout the day and the great thing too is you're not going to get the jitters and you're not going to get that big crash because it doesn't have all that sugar in it it's sugar free baby you can go ahead and have that you don't get those jitters that crazy uh, you see those people who drink the, the the stuff that's got the farm animals on it they drink that stuff and it's all like oh my god I'm freaking out I'm having a crash where my heart's going to explode you don't get that with W you don't have to worry about that with W and on top of all of that of talking about just having that great natural focus without having the jitters and the crash w also has neurofactor which helps you think better helps you keep you more focused it actually helps your brain doesn't hurt you doesn't make you feel more tired or crashed afterwards it gives you the energy it gives you the focus and it actually helps your brain it's crazy how much w helps you and right now if you go to w.gg Check out all their products. They got a bunch of great stuff out there. They have all those uh, uh, lovely flavors you can go ahead and pick out. They got some merchandise. They got the tumblers and shakers you can use there. Use all, I got all that stuff there. They even have the, the uh, the uh, what am I thinking of there? Ah, uh, yeah, the sample packs. You can get all the flavors, all the sample packs there. You get that, find out which one is your favorite, and then you can load up on that one too. All you have to do is go to W.GG, pick out what you want. When you're ready to check out and you're like, hey, I'm going to pay for this, man. You know what sucks, though? I think it's just a little too much money, but you don't have to worry about that because, first of all, it's not too much money. It's great stuff. W is very affordable. And on top of that, you go ahead and put in code Sports 18 at checkout. That's Sports 18 all capital letters. You're going to get 10% off of your order. So not only are you getting an affordable energy drink, but you're also getting it with 10% off w.gg go there now get
1: focused get neurofactored and get w be better so i think that's going to be it for us for this week i'm not sure, it? i'm not too sure how how hard it was on your end there uh trying um, to put my again, words together a lot of there's a lot of
0: going in and out and a lot of time on my screen here it popped up internet connection is unstable i said no fucking shit <laughs> um so hopefully by next week that will be changed um and if not you're gonna hear about somebody just going straight up Godzilla on the verizon offices you know
1: just uh, stomping around i was gonna say instead of donating for a new computer please donate for bail money for king
0: uh so hopefully next week it'll be a little bit better uh of a connection but hey everybody uh we're we're almost there we got college football this weekend full slate of college football this week and then next thursday nfl season kicks off we made it. it 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 seemed like forever but we got through it we got through this fucking summer Especially for, you know, a Yankee fan like myself where it's been disappointing. <laughs> I don't watch baseball anyway, but it's even worse when at least with baseball. I don't watch it, but it's like, hey, at least the Yankees are good. Uh, it, it's not even that case. It's like, wow, I don't even care. There's literally <laughs> been nothing going on this summer. But we made it, everybody. We're here. Football season's here. Cooler weather. September, fall, and pumpkin spice, and apple cider, and apple cider donuts, And Jimbo's disgusting (laughs) pumpkin-flavored beer. It's all here. We're ready to go. I'm ready. I can't wait for next week where we get to kick off everything for real.
1: So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. And it's your boy King. We're out. Fuck the Eagles.